This week on Show Me Your News, Sakurai reflects on the last direct in a Famitsu column, our most wanted music tracks in the mail time segment, and Togodomaru rounds out the 11th week of Smash Blog updates. Masahiro Sakurai, I implore you to... Show me your news! Greetings Smash fans and welcome back to Show Me Your News Ultimate, your weekly weekend podcasting source recapping the biggest news in anticipation of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. My name is Peter Spasia, but you may remember me as Yoko. Joining me this week, it's Miles Allen, but you may know him as Super. Cheers, brah. Cheers. Enjoy those adult beverages. It's Tony Mattingly, but you may know him as Tony TH. I just remembered the Amanda Show Dancing Lobsters, and it made me happy. <laughs> just the Amanda Show, yeah. You can buy 15 of them. I know. That's That sounds expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Matt Zawadniak, but you may know him as Grimace, the Menace, or, or Darker Eye, or, or several other names. But Matt, welcome to Show Me Your News Ultimate. Hey, it's me. But, I'm here. But, but not Darker on Matt. That's no, a completely that's... different person. Yes, that's that's a different one. <laughs> that definitely confused me for around eight months. <laughs> Confuses me to this. Also, he's my friend from school, and we met at work. Oh wow! Uh, where actually, it was me, him, and another Matt. It was that's Matt Z. Less confusing. Well, yeah, it was Matt Z, Matt T, and Matt E. Hmm. E. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it was fun times. That's that's something. All right. Wow. I mean. I have to bring up that, you know, my best friend growing up, my name is Miles. It's not very common. My best friend growing up was Miles. Nice, nice. <laughs> at, least he, at least he spelled his name with a Y. That is unusual. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's like double weird. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I, uh, from all the Mileses I found, it's only been very recently that I've been finding Mileses with I's. Uh, growing up, they were only with Y's. That's bizarre. That's not normal. I, I tell you, these these West Michigan people. <laughs> well, you can join our Discord if you're listening on podcast services. That's over at showmeyournews.com slash Discord. Uh, you can talk with us. You can talk with the guests. You can talk with fans such as yourself. But most importantly, you can listen to episodes as they're being recorded live. Uh, so that is over on our Discord there. Uh Let's jump right into it. Matt, just real quick, uh, let's catch up a bit. I mean, what's new and uh, what's, I guess, tell the people what your connection with Smash is. I am, uh, I'm what you'd call a, a leading scholar on Sakurai. Uh, <laughs> I, I've been there since the Brawl days. First joined the, uh, the SMYN fandom around, like, I was at 19, 20, sometime around then. Disputes over how exactly it happened. But I've been around for a while. And this is... By no means my first rodeo with Smash Brothers speculation. So I am exhausted with it by now. <laughs> seeing all these young kids being like, oh, well, what if Sakurai is like making really subtle secret hints in the background? And I'm like, he has literally never done that ever <laughs> in the 11 years I have been studying this man. It has never happened. Yeah, Reddit speculation was not a thing in the Brawl days. So I can only imagine, I mean, I'm sure it's also still on Smashboards, but I'm sure it, it has seeped a whole lot over to that Smash Bros. Reddit. And yeah, you, you try to set some people straight there. 
Now, it's, when I'm watching Death Stranding videos at 4 a.m. that are crazy theories, that man's <laughs> Kojima, and there's precedent for that. Yeah. Oh, yes, Kojima does hide things in the back like that. That's expected. That's not Sakurai, though. That's not his thing. And Sakurai doesn't lie. It's something you'd like to reiterate on our Discord, but Sakurai never lies. Oh, yes, absolutely. He's been vague, and he's left things open to interpretation, but he has never said a thing before that just straight up isn't true. Are if we seriously is... going to discount up until now? That's not that's <laughs> not that's not a lie. It's a mislead. Yeah, that's a that's a misleading thing. It's 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 just vague if, enough. If you but... need us to understand how Sakurai misleads, you only need to look to our last direct with day to day, all right? The man's good at misleading you. It's also like a thing where it was way more vague in Japanese where it like it's still kind of pushed towards no ness but it's like the phrase in Japanese isn't used as definitively as we use it in America. I suppose I'm more of a Japanese person then, because like when I saw up until now, I thought I saw it as, okay, yeah, up until now he's been alone, but now here he is, Lucas. But man, you guys took that and ran with it back in the day. <laughs> it was part of the fun thing to do, certainly. Quote unquote fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it has been God, 11 years since then. That's that's really crazy to think about. So it's good to have you here for this uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate podcast and uh, lots of rumors to get to. Lots of quotes from Sakurai to pick apart before we get into the Smash Blog update. So a whole lot to discuss. Let's get started right with that Rumor Central. Rumor Central. We have three rumors to break apart this week, uh, increasing in their levels of bullshit. Uh, of course, when we start with rumors, we have to talk about what has that Das Vergeben fellow been saying? Uh, and so he's been the one who, whether it's with Simon and Ridley and just right before E3, generally, I think we have to do have to point out that it has been that pre-E3 stuff that has been confirmed, and it's because of that accuracy that we've kind of been paying attention a little more to what he's been saying. Nothing really since then has been especially proven true yet, uh, but out of all of the people who are trying to get their 15 minutes of fame, he has the most credibility, certainly. It's safe to say the original post that he made before E3 is, like at this point, ironclad. But yeah. nothing from his posts afterwards have showed up yet, so they're in the air. But they are certainly worth discussing, as he posted a couple days ago as of this recording on GameFAQs, saying, I will say the latest that I have heard is that Square Enix will be getting a new character, though. But I don't know for sure who it is at the moment. Man, that is really fucking weak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like the weakest. I, they're, they're getting a Square Enix guy, and I'm like, everyone's like, is it Sora or is it Gino? Who could it be? And then could I'm be like, Zach. Yeah, that's exactly the last bit. It's like, or he's just Zach, and he's an Echo Fighter. Which, if Final Fantasy is literally only getting two tracks, it's gonna be Zach. I'm gonna say that if there is in fact another Square Enix character, there is no doubt in my mind it's Gino. Yeah, I, I'm right Zach. there with you. Really. I would go with Echo Zack before that. I feel like the Final Fantasy franchise, as it stands in Smash, is so light right now 
that that might just be it. I feel like Final Fantasy is a whole other level of like weird licensing stuff going on. Like, mm. I don't think it's Square Enix being stingy. I just really think like there is something up with how they have to market and license that game where it's just not easy for them to get more of it in Smash. So I would put my money on less expecting stuff from Final Fantasy and more see what else the company's got. That's an, that's a very interesting point. And that's what I kind of hear the music situation is. I don't know if it's necessarily them being stingy as it is like just fucking weird licensing bullshit. And also, like to your point, Gino just fucking shows up in a little mini game in Mario and Luigi. Hmm. There's also the matter of the ballot and the mm-hmm. Mii costumes. We've we've started to see pretty consistently that the Mii costumes were a hint towards something. And yeah. we'll talk about it later, but the ballot did matter. Yeah, you know what? Okay, I'll get you the me costume. That was that is something. However, I do want to mention that I remember hearing that Gino was removed in the uh, most recent Mario and Luigi port of Superstar Saga. Yes, but it's a question of how much do they expect that port to sell versus how much is it worth licensing Gino again? Well, it's just yeah. not a good idea to put anything on the 3DS anymore. Glory, what <laughs> means that? That's a whole other <laughs> fucking podcast. Well, it's like to that extent, yeah. Is it worth paying the money to license Dino again? Mm. Probably not. Yeah, no. Also, I'm not like shit talking Zach, and I know Zach is like got a huge like fan base. Like the fans fucking love Zach. Like they just put him at birth by sleep for no reason. But I don't. I'm not even a fan. Zach's like, like fine. Zach. If he's in there, the only thing I would want them to do is put his little weird exercise he does, the little squats he does. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I fucking love that. I agree with Gino. Um, you know, you, as you said, it's it's the ballot, it's it's the me costume. If any additional character is getting in, Square Enix, but also, it's we talked about a couple weeks ago. I mean, Capcom has two characters. Sega has two characters. It's it's Square Enix and Bandai Namco that would need another character if they're going to try to all get on that level playing field. And like a, an Echo wouldn't just do it. I, I think it would be a new character. And Miss Bagney. Yeah, right. The, the make the dreams come true sort of idea uh, of this game so far with Ridley and King K. Rool, I it would lead to Gino. I would think, too, that Square would kind of want to test the waters with Gino. Just to, the thing, I don't know, this is probably only in my head, but when I saw that Secret of Mana remake, I mean, take it or leave it. I mean, mm-hmm. I know it's not as good, but I would think it'd be pretty fucking easy, and they're really friendly with Nintendo again to just fucking remake Mario RPG in that style. Uh, I mean, that, uh, wouldn't that be nice? I'd be bad, but I'd buy it. Just, uh, just uh, fucking give me more of this. Bring Smithy back. I want it. Really, Smithy? You thought Smithy <laughs> was a good villain? No, just all the little fucking weapon guys. Oh, okay. That's that's fair then. Fucking Mac and the Axum Rangers and mm-hmm. Yardovich, man. Yeah, it's good shit. It's fun all shit. Right, man. I, I can get behind you on that one. So we go from Vergaben talking about a Square Enix character and we descend on the ladder of bullshit. <laughs> To talk about an image that it's popped up in reverse, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, to an image that popped up on Reddit that said Dante from Devil May Cry may have been leaked for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and the gist of it is this guy uh, last month, late July, has all these post ideas about you know things that are in Devil May Cry Five, uh, and this is. After, of course, it's revealed, but, you know, before we see more gameplay details. And as Gamescom happens, we start to see more and more gameplay and things that start to be confirmed from this. Well, the same guy also says that 
He says, I can verify that the supposed leak of Dante in Smash is true. Uh, I've seen the trailer. I can break that down if you guys want. And if you'll indulge me, I shall read what this guy thinks the trailer for Dante involves. Dog. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, he says... The trailer opens with a CGI of what I think is one of the Fire Emblem characters being attacked by a giant dragon. But before the attack connects, the screen goes dark and you hear the Royal Guard parry sound. When the video resumes, they show his eye catch, Dante rocks out, and then they show his gameplay. Again, I'm not a Smash guy, so I can only say so much, but I do know my DMC. He uses his outfit and most of his weapons from 4, although I don't see Pandora. Whenever he uses Gilgamesh, the mask appears on his face, which is a nice touch. Lady is shown as an assist character, also in her DMC for attire. She jumps in and starts firing shots everywhere. For Dante's ultimate, he does a devil trigger burst. And if the aura catches them, they get sucked into a cinematic combo with the style meter cranking up to smoke and sick style. The end of the trailer has another CGI scene where the girl he protected ask him name only to be met with him tossing a rose at her and walking off as he gives the same salute he gave to Nero at the end of DMC4. I like that ending part. Let me tell you why that's not right, is there would absolutely be Dante and Bayonetta interaction because Sakurai is For not stupid. For sure. Let, let, me, let me tell you why that's definitely not right. Sure, buddy, you saw a finished CGI trailer with gameplay clips localized in English months before the, re- the reveal. <laughs> sure. The producer of Devil May Cry already mentioned that no, no, Dante is not in Smash. Oh, that was that was after this all came out and started talking oh, about. Well, yeah, yeah, they, they asked know. him. He, he did it, he did it as a response. He's like, no, no, he's he's not. Yeah, and this is the guy who's been uh, speaking in English for Hideaki Itsuno. Uh, so I think it's Matt. Uh, what's his name? He's over at uh, all the mats. There, yeah, more more mats. <laughs> Matt Walker. Not enough. There you go. Not that's right. Mats. That's right. Yep. So, yeah, uh, this is not happening, but it's amusing to see. And as a lot of people also point out, especially in our Discord where some of this uh, conversation happened, uh, Dante uses real guns. You can't just, you know, pass it off as, oh, Bayonetta magic witch guns. Guns would certainly change the sort of rating on this game. I don't Isn't think the rating a little different in this, though? Is it? I thought it was like maybe T or something. Not T, but like. Well, I mean, guns don't make an M game. Well, of course not. I imagine. But, but I think I, I think that's more because all these fucking characters are dying. I think the rating did go up a little <laughs> bit. Well, we can look at you know Snake's uh, move set and how that got changed. Absolutely. Yeah. So like Dante would be fucking weird, and I know Snake and Bayo's in there, but like I don't see it. Dante's kind of not been relevant for a long time too. Like I don't think that'd be one they pursue. Mm-hmm. There's also just, there's never been a Devil May Cry game on a Nintendo platform. Yeah. Like never, that's true too. Like yeah. Cloud himself has never really been on Nintendo, but Final Fantasy is a very important franchise for Nintendo's history. And if you're going Final Fantasy, you're going Cloud. You, you can't you make could, that same argument for Dante. You could yeah. even stretch the argument to say he's like in some of the rhythm games and shit. Like you could do it, but yeah. I mean, you can get an E10 rating with guns too. Shadow the Hedgehog had guns in that. One. <laughs> that's I guess that's that's true. Dante would be weird. It, it would be more weird. likely than Dante. 
party's getting crazy. Dante's been in Project X Zone and X Zone Two, but like that's mm. not good enough. Like that's that's. So cure you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> cure you well, and I mean, Smash. Goddamn it! By that means, Cloud has definitely been on a Nintendo platform because he was a card in Chain of Memories. Oh well. Yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> Cloud is on a Nintendo platform. There you go. Now let's get to the more just the most nonsense rumor that we've come across, but I think it's the funniest to talk about. Uh, this comes from thenerdmag.com, who literally says, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Leak from a Nintendo employee. And of course, it says... As my uncle. Uh, yeah, right, it's your, it's your uncle. You know that guy, right? A user on Reddit posted about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. But the good journalists that they are over at the Nerd Mag don't link to a Reddit post. And when you search for a Reddit post with certain aspects of this leak, none exist. So, uh, you know, put a bullet in this one immediately. But I thought it would be worth talking for the amusement of it. Saying that the following is the roster of upcoming characters in the game. Inkling. Ridley. <laughs> Ridley. <laughs> Still fuck that up to be together. Fair. Together we Ridley. <laughs> Simon. King K. Rule. Skull Kid. Bandana Waddle D. Gino. Rayman. Porky. Banjo Kazooie. Heihachi. Isaac. And a seventh gen Pokemon rep. I kind of feel like you should have been like trying to say them as like Xander Mobus would have. <laughs> as Xander would. <laughs> Banjo Kazooie! Gino! <laughs> I think some of the more interesting ones happen with the Echoes, though. We have Daisy, Krom, Dark Samus, Pitcher, which. Let's, Excuse me? Let's just stop right here. Pitcher. Almost assuredly would have to be an autocorrected version of Richter. Because I don't think that the position player from NES Baseball would be making an appearance in Super Smash Brothers. There's one DeWitt but, in this but document. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a pull, though. It sure would. There's your uh, WTF character from a retro game from Sakurai. In Japan, we love baseball. You know, we can you know, do a pitcher. Uh, continuing on, Shadow, Ken, Glowbox, Black Shadow, Dixie Kong, and Isabel with two S's. That's like, hey, hey, Mitch, what's what's the one character that Vergaben said? Oh, it's, uh, Isabel. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that is. She'll put it in there. I get that Glowbox has a similar move set to Rayman in in the games, but they have completely different fucking bodies mm-hmm. in height, width, and they have one has limbs and one doesn't. Like fuck, like that's a problem. Forgive me, I I haven't played either Earthbound or Mother Three, but to my understanding, in Earthbound, Porky's just a regular guy that doesn't really do anything, and in Mother kid. Three, he's like comatose and a giant mech thing. So. Yeah. In which point is he an echo of Ness or Lucas? He doesn't have, he does not have ESP. He does have some shit going on, but yeah. Oh my God. He is actually an echo of King Hyrule. 
I said Echo, and the stupid Amazon Echo that my roommate has was like, oh, yes, can <laughs> I help you? <laughs> you want to order <laughs> some loins of pork? Okay. Uh, Porky has, he has a, here's a new character, so probably the mm. Mac. No, oh, it's in the, in the real Okay, one. my mistake. I just set off the Amazon Echo for nothing. <laughs> uh, so I think overall, like, we'll see some of these characters uh, be in the game a lot of people are definitely leaning more and more towards skull kid and i don't think it's just because of the dumb chair bullshit the but chairs the fucking skull, chairs skull kid i put at decent odds mm-hmm. he's, he's got he's got the same formula that we have with going on with dark samus like he was an echo that we haven't seen uh it's this trophy, yeah. mm-hmm. trophy that we haven't seen yet um the moon seems to be replacing him as a Majora's Mask assist trophy. That and is a good he point. Would've, he would have oh. been fairly requested in the ballot, probably. We technically had the same Zelda rep since Melee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, DVD well, Smith in the chat me. is asking, what would Skull Kid's final smash be if the moon is an AT? I'm going to put my money on a Landmaster. <laughs> um, <laughs> Instead of Landmaster, you'll go, <laughs> I mean, he can use any, like, this is where we can actually kind of look to Hyrule Warriors as a place where, because he doesn't really use the moon in Hyrule Warriors. In Hyrule Warriors, interestingly, like, his quote-unquote final smash in Hyrule Warriors is the moon, which is also basically an assist in Hyrule Warriors. And also Young Link's final smash, too, in (laughs) Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. When you use the weak point smash, honestly, it's more awesome with Young Link, so... Actually, Skull Kid himself is in Young Link's super move in Hyrule Warriors. It's true. Is Alfonso in that game? I don't understand. (laughs) Surprisingly, no. That's his source franchise. He should have been in it, but he's not. He really should have been. So, just wanted to bring that up. This Nintendo employee leak where you don't even link back to a Reddit post. uh, It's just nonsense. But, you know, again, I could see some of it happening, uh, but not for the reasons of someone leaking it. Uh, That is for sure. These days, our uncles and our dads don't work at Nintendo because we all old enough to have worked at Nintendo. Unless it's the 12-year-olds posting on the internet and <laughs> causing problems for the rest of us. There are no 12-year-olds on the internet. They're all oh, playing Fortnite. Sounds fake, but okay. Yeah, yeah they're, all, they're all playing Fortnite. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's move on back to a segment called Sakurai Says. <laughs> so I think I'm just going to go home now. <laughs> no, not yet. Motherfucker. <laughs> Occasionally, when he is not slaving away at Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for our enjoyment, Masahiro Sakurai says some things, especially in the Japanese magazine serial of Famitsu. And so, it's serial now? Yeah, it's just like Frosted Flakes and Smash Brothers. they're great. So Sakurai has always had a regular column in Famitsu. It's just we never really cared about it when there's not a Smash game coming out. He keeps talking but, about Kirby. Like, I've, I've read one of his things where he talks about he just went to a Persona music concert because mm-hmm. he's a big fan of Persona, and he talks about the concert for, like, a whole column. God, so, if, yeah. if he's a big fan of Fire Emblem and he puts... Like seven, eight characters in there. Can we get one persona? <laughs> Joker in Smash or my Switch in the trash? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I want mass destruction in this game. Oh That's the God. song I want. Oh my get God. Get the fuck out of here. You're right. <laughs> oh. Baby, baby, baby. Uh, so he had a column in Famitsu this past week, and it was talking about more information about the Smash Direct. Uh, these translations come from Source Gaming over at sourcegaming.info. 
But we kind of pulled some of the more interesting quotes uh, that Sakurai said, starting with, Krom from the Fire Emblem series and Dark Samus from the Metroid series are also joining the fray. I received many requests for both fighters from people in Japan and overseas, respectively. That's interesting to say. Mm-hmm. Which part is respectively? The Japanese and overseas or the Krom and Dark Samus? Together. Uh, I'd say they go together. I'd say that, like, respectively, it was Japanese people wanted Krom, Americans yeah. wanted Dark Samus. When you okay, say respectively, that's, that's generally what you mean, yeah. I thought Super was asking if he meant that they asked for, it's like, not a lot of people really asked for Krom, but they did ask for Dark Samus. Well, nobody's <laughs> asking for Waluigi, respectively, so. No. No, that's just all I... disrespect and trolling. <laughs> If you're gonna pull another Fire Emblem character, there's and make everyone in the world get sick of Fire Emblem, this franchise that is horribly misrepresented in Smash, there's better choices than Krom. Another blue-haired swordsman, yeah. <laughs> if you wanted another blue-haired swordsman from Fire Emblem, Sigurd and Selif are right there. They are like one of the only two miniseries in the franchise left that is not in Smash at all. Hector. Axe, it's done. Let's go. Hector yeah. in Smash or my Switch still around because realistically Hector's not going to be in Smash. It'll be a Black Knight Echo for Ike instead. Yeah, you know that's more it, likely. You know what's funny is uh, the Geek Critique guy has uh, brought up in his Smash retrospective that Smash is a kingmaker and it like it makes a series more relevant and people check it out more. I didn't even think about this until you mentioned the Fire Emblem thing, but people might actually get Fire Emblem fatigue from fucking the <laughs> amount of Fire Emblem shit. I'm, I'm a huge Fire Emblem fan, and it disappoints me what Smash has done to Fire Emblem lately, where it's like casual fans of Fire Emblem that like are more into Smash are getting sick of Fire Emblem and don't want any more. And Fire Emblem fans are like, everything's from Fates and Awakening. Like, give us something else from this franchise with 16 games. So it's like, we're in this awful spot where it's like, I desperately want more from Fire Emblem, but please don't put in more from Fire Emblem because people already hate my favorite franchise enough. What if they put Waluigi in, like, Fire Emblem games? Oh my god. <laughs> Waluigi and Fire. Oh my god. Well, that's why you also get people uh, talking about leaks, and it's like, oh, Sorna is an echo for Robin. And it's like, oh, okay, at least it's not another sword user, I guess. Yeah. At least it's Tellius and not Fate's Wakening. <laughs> yeah. Half of the roster is Fate's Wakening. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I mean, you started with Martha and Roy, and that's all you get. Roy's not even good. (laughs) Binding Blade is the worst classic game that I've played. It's the worst non-Fates game that I've played. Zenjester in the Discord chat says, Celica is a better Echo for Robin. I agree, but who knows if Sakurai is a soft spot for Soren. It could could be entirely possible. I just wanted to point that one out because it's definitely catering to the different audiences and the requests that he's received. Anyway, I apologize. Every time I enter a room, it becomes a Fire Emblem conversation. So, Well, it, it's going to happen when we're talking about Krom. But Sakurai also said that, quote, even though many have been ported over from previous games, updating the graphics takes a considerable amount of work, and some stages took upward of a year to complete. The Omega and Battlefield variants aren't easy to put together either. Despite struggling to gather the necessary human resources... We made it our mission to put together 100 stages, so I hope you enjoy them. Uh, so, uh, a year for a stage aside, I, I mean, I I hope he wasn't talking just about Fountain of Dreams because... It's, it's Fountain of Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
it goes back to the idea of the 100 stage number or the 103 stage number. Is Sakurai being coy or is this the final number? I'm going to say it's vague enough that we can't commit either way. But if I was a betting man, I'd put my money on this is the final stage list pre-DLC. The more he says about 100 stages, the more I'd be inclined to agree. That's mm-hmm. a shame because, I mean, four new stages. That's it. Four new stages. But there's 100, there's 300 stages. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's like, that's the thing. Like, you can't just look at it from the perspective of what's new. Like, you, you got to look at it from the perspective of there's so much in this game. Like, yeah, there's only four new stages, but overall, there's a hundred of them. And I'm amazed by that. But what's going to happen when we get a new character in a new franchise and they don't have a stage? Maybe we won't. Yeah, that's, that's also a possibility. Because that's also kind of why, like, when Vergaben says another Square Enix character, I'm like, well, it'd be Gino because he doesn't need a new stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, there's other characters that I feel like we're going to get. But yeah, overall, there's not a lot of different franchises that we can expect. There's like one character from like an unrepresented franchise that I say I really want being Lloyd Irving from Tales. But it's like everyone else that even like I think is realistic is like they've got stages already. God, what would you even have as a Tales stage? I guess the Tower of Salvation. Knowing how much Sakurai loves Coliseums, maybe just Mel Tokyo Coliseum. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be bitter about Fire Emblem forever. Just, just like a heads up. I, guess, I mean, you're right, though. That, God, there's so many Coliseum stages. There honestly, really be. honestly, if he's like, if the stages take that long to develop, and I'm not upset, like, I get it. Like, I, especially looking at some of these fucking stages, it's like, I understand that. If he can give us more characters instead of stages, that's I would kind of Char- prefer that. Characters take even longer. Oof, yeah, I would imagine, but he's still just fucking, here's a bunch of echoes out of nowhere. <laughs> so I don't know. There's fucking 70 characters. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Uh, Sakurai also said, this is a little bit of trivia, but thanks to improvements in compression technology, we were able to fit all this music into the game without sacrificing audio quality in only a quarter of the space it took in Smash for Wii U. It's like magic. So I'm going to say that this is the biggest evidence of a story mode, because despite us having like twice as much music taking up a quarter of the file size, we still have the same 16 gigabytes as Mm -hmm. Smash Wii U was. So what's the rest of that file size? Maybe FMVs for a story mode? Maybe. It's entirely possible. Nintendo compression technology is always crazy, though. I mean, like, this game could be 32 to 64 gigabytes, and, like, they've compressed it down to 16. Brawl had terrible compression. Yeah, the dual-layered DVD and all that. Mm Mm-hmm. Not only that, trust me, when you're going into and changing Brawl around, music becomes your biggest priority to shrink down. (laughs) That's true, yeah. The the BRSTM format is terrible. They're nasty, (laughs) yep, absolutely. What bums me out is I feel like some guy should go in and give the full versions of the DK rap and the Sonic vocal themes, but I don't think that guy exists, and that makes me sad. Yeah, if we have to deal with the shitty versions that we got in Brawl, and then, you know, further on in Wii U, oh, God, I mean... Most the the shortened version matches the length of most songs in Smash Brothers. The like the DK rap 
if it was the original version was put in right now, it would be, I think, the second longest song in the entire game. He's got to take it to the fridge. <laughs> I know. Next Sakurai quote, you can play Squad Strike in battles of either three on three or five on five, and you can choose between winner goes on or best of X rules. In the first rule set, the winner of a match goes on to face the next opponent. The second rule set is one you often see in judo or kendo matches. Uh, So as a sidebar here, that's, you know, 1A versus 2A, 1B versus 2B, like it's horizontally across the teams of of three or five. Uh, Continuing, the team had quite a hard time coming up with a way to denote the fighters in the squad strike lineup. I get it. It's good that the option exists. I'm happy with that. Hopefully, with all the different rule sets that they can uh, roll out, we'll see a lot of use for the squad strike moving forward in the competitive mindset and for friends. I think squad strike is really cool. I really hope it's online because I don't have a lot of local friends that play Smash. That's a good point. Uh, I hadn't so thought of it's, that. If yeah, it's not online, I'll, I'll basically never get to play it. But if it is online, this is going to be like one of the coolest things in the world. Even if At I don't least. fuck with it, I'm just excited to see new modes that look like fun that aren't Smash Tour. Yeah. Like, I don't do stamina, but I love that stamina is there. Overall, this gives me a lot more reason to go out to Casa del Florge. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, a Sminja meetup every year. That's that's for sure. No, it's good to see that this was confirmed, and I just like to see it actually in action. Uh, that would, that'd be nice to see whenever the next Smash Direct or demo or what have you comes around. Uh, he also says most fighting games include some sort of meter that fills up and lets you unleash a super special move or ultimate combo. So the FS meter will simulate that feeling. Battles get even wilder than usual, so it might be better suited to casual play. I have words for you, Sakurai. Hey, it's it's from the man himself. I know, but like the man himself didn't want melee to become like competitive like it is. So you know what? I want FS meter <laughs> to be for competitive play. Thank you very much. So maybe just do a little effort into balancing that for one v ones. But I understand that it probably won't. That probably won't see competitive use. But based on like what we've seen it. of it so far, it shouldn't get competitive use unless it gets retooled a bit. Because just the, I mean, I'm not that into competitive. I'm just parroting what I've seen people say online. But the thing of it is like the balance between like getting hit versus hitting for the buildup, and the fact that Marth's final smash is still an instant kill. Right, but uh, for a lot of people, it's like right in front of them. Like, you have to hit them right dead center in front of them. That's fair. So it's like, hey, don't be right in front of Marth, which, generally speaking, yeah, that's kind of where you want to be because you don't want to be right in timber range. But it's that kind of balance between, you know, how you want to fight. Honestly, Sonic, like, yeah. good luck. He just flies through the screen. But, like, I, I like seeing the ways, um, like, Lucas's final smashes change to be, you know, completely centered on him. Like, man, you not get knocked off. You know, you're going to have a hard time, you know, an easy edge guard slash a hard time recovering if he's got his final smash, which is an interesting play. You know, you want to focus more on, you know, DIing up that way. But I understand that a final smash is likely will not be there for competitive play, but I would like to see them at least for a short period of time because, damn it, it's here. We wanted this. By all rights, it should at least be tried. 
but I'm leaning more towards it won't happen. Right. Actually, if I recall correctly by following uh, Samurai Panda's tweets, he actually is thinking about actually replacing 1v1 with Squad Strike, with each person bringing in to three players. You know, there's three characters, and whoever's mm. left over is done. That like, could be cool. You? Yeah. So instead of like, yeah, I'm a Sonic main, it's just like, yeah, I know I play these three characters, mm-hmm. and you have to, you know, basically fight your opponent on with those characters. What's up, That's Mr. Wizard? Weird... We FGC now. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing about Smash Competitive, as far as all this goes now, is there's so many fucking ways to play. It's kind of hard now to like pick which ones we want to do. And we're right. still never getting items. Yeah, it's a good problem to have, though, I think. The fact of the matter is that they spawn randomly. Yes, no, no, absolutely. Like, we shouldn't have items in their current form. I just think it would be great if there would be a way that we could get items, but that's not going to happen. I have jabbed a bomb that just fucking spawns so many times. Yeah, that's, yeah. it's like, even it's like, well, it doesn't have to be, you know, the bomb-omb it had, you do with the super scope. And then we're just going to like, okay, cool, I was going to run at you and use a dash attack, but I accidentally picked up an item along the way. And now I have a super scope and you have a free down smash. Nah, man, I'm in a bucket, the super scope. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love the bucket with items. So he mentions the fucking smash ballot, which was a little surprising. Yeah, uh, he says, I referred to the smash ballot when selecting characters this time. And King K. Rule from the Donkey Kong series was one who received a ton of votes. In order to make him more K. Rule-esque, we had to make sure he stood up perfectly straight. Of course, we couldn't make him too tall, however, so please forgive us for shrinking him down a bit. Then again, (laughs) he's he's too big. Then again, it isn't like anything else in Smash is to scale anyway. That makes me so mad on so many levels that he said for years that Ridley's too big. And also, he's like, well, he has to stand up straight. I'm like, Ridley slouching, motherfucker. Why is that a problem? Like, I don't understand. Well, he just doesn't anything. like Ridley. I would kind of <laughs> say, though, like, K. Rule doesn't look right slouching. Right. Agreed. I, and I, I do love, love how he looks. I do love his run animation on all fours. But, like, I literally cannot see this character without seeing his Donkey Kong Country uh, TV series. Oh yeah! I was kind of like, it's gonna be so weird fighting with him and not hearing that voice coming out of him because honestly, that's the only real media we got out of K. Roll for a long period of time. I have never actually played the old Donkey Kong Country games, so that cartoon is the only way that I am familiar (laughs) with this character. Uh, Real talk: on my way back to from a restaurant with a friend up north, we were going through like YouTube things, and I got on my YouTube recommended the entire first season song. Yes. <laughs> of, oh my of God. Donkey Kong country. And boy, if I didn't completely nail the pirate scorn song, like I knew every word on every beat, like That's I awesome. could do it. But do you know the Yeti song? <laughs> Dude, Eddie, do we got a deal Yeti? Eddie, do we got a deal? That was actually the only one I didn't have like any real clue how to say. The only song I remember to any degree is the the one where DK is trying to tell Inka Dinka Do that he's not useless or something. Also, Inko, do we have a deal? I saw that uh, video. I'm I'm sure we've all seen it, and you should go check it out if you haven't. But Nintendo just fucking put up a fight of K. Roll and S- Snake fighting. Yeah, so it was cool to like see him uh, fight more. And yeah, I, I don't know. I have these moments with Smash sometimes where I'm just 
playing or watching it, and I'm like watching fucking Metal Gear Solid Snake fight a giant crocodile <laughs> man from Donkey Kong, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? In like this they world? shoot out the uh, the cannonball from K. Rool and then like combo into it as it hangs out there. Oh, that was so it was sweet. crazy. Okay, as a fun fact. Super Smash Brothers is not even going to be the first time that Snake is going to fight a Rathalos. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Peace Walker, man. And he fought the Ape Escape monkeys. Like, he's done some shit. But uh, I guess that was a big boss, technically. We don't need to get into more <laughs> shit. But uh, is it a little surprising to anyone else that K. Rool got a ton of votes? Yes and no. No, no disrespect. I, I mean, I don't personally care for the K. Rool character. Again, though, I never played the Donkey Kong Country games as a kid. But, like, I'm surprised in that, oh, people like this character. I'm, I wonder why. I'm not surprised in, like, whoa, I didn't expect that because, I mean, I very much expected that. How many votes did you get? Did you only get one, one vote? One Like, vote. that's what's fucking crazy to me, that everyone's yeah. like, I'm going in on K. Rule, like, only... <laughs> Uh, the hype's been there since Brawl. I think I'm just more surprised that, like, I wonder where he would stack in comparison to some of those more requested characters. Where is Goku? <laughs> Probably Where's really Goku? high up there, but he's the, he was yeah. the non-imaginable uh, characters or whatever the phrase was back in the day. <laughs> Sakurai like, doesn't know who Goku is. <laughs> <laughs> Sakurai has had an interview where he mentions Goku and SpongeBob. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, in the in the same category, in the same category, in the same breath, he does mention Goku and SpongeBob. What a fucking timeline! We his, his final smash now. Like, are you feeling it now, Ridley? <laughs> Was it Tom Kenny who's SpongeBob? Yeah, 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 yeah. Getting called in, just kind of like, all right, now we need you to say, are you feeling it now? Mr. Mario. Yeah, every every character, yeah, for sure. I want the Tom fucking. Kenny is just staring. Bah, I fucking want. <laughs> I fucking want the Kodak call for SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> David Hater. All right, you need to now call out SpongeBob. I'm sorry. What? Mei Ling. His pants are made of square. You know. So the other day, I was reading all the Kodak calls and all the Palutena's guidance conversations. The Kodak calls are all way better. Oh, oh, for yeah, sure. No. Was it Kojima who wrote them or something like that? Or the rumor was? I, I'm sure he was heavily involved. Like, he was heavily yeah. involved in, like, the stage. And I, I imagine the moveset. His moveset's fucking, like, really snaky. I don't know how else to describe it, but... Sorry, I'm sorry. But, like, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I have to say it. Like, there's no way that Otacon wouldn't be in the codec for SpongeBob. I'm sorry. But... <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> it's his favorite anime. <laughs> I've watched every episode, Snake. Jesus Christ. The Kodak calls are so cool, though, because, like, they would actually display knowledge of the, uh, <laughs> like, of the franchise. It's like the Kodak for, for Marth, like, describes the plot of Fire Emblem 3. <laughs> and, and then it's like in, in the Palutena's guidance for uh, Robin is like, oh, well, Krom, you can't even use Ether. And I'm like, mother. <laughs> yes, he can. Yes, he can. <laughs> now I'm just stuck thinking of that fucking snake talking about SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> He's from Bikini Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he works for Mr. Krabs and he's very greedy. Just a two hour fucking, I would listen to all of it. The Codex, <laughs> I mean, I came across someone in our Discord mentioned it. Like, the Codex are just some of those classic things from Brawl. I mean, referencing the uh, by farting. Are you kidding me? It's like, oh my god. 
Such a classic line. Him and Otacon yelling Falcon kick. Yeah. The fucking the best thing about the codec is it's funny enough that they scream snake, snake, snake. If you get killed while the codec's happening. Yeah. But there's a fucking codec with Slippy and Slippy does it. And that's the best fucking thing ever. My favorite one is his with Luigi where fucking snake says it to Colonel. <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't even know how he can move on from there, but like that's that's good times, and yeah, just just take away what what a Kodak call would be with SpongeBob. Get to Villager, I guess. I guess it's time <laughs> for the crux of the Smash Brothers news this week. It's the Smash Blog updates. We start on Sunday, August nineteenth, with today's fighter number forty-five, Villager. This fighter attacks using skills from daily life in the village, such as planting, growing, and cutting down trees. They can also use items like nets, slingshots, and turnips. The villager can also put items or incoming projectiles in a pocket to use later. We were just making fun of the trailer, but I really like the sequence of him down smashing Luigi into the ground, bowling ball, pocketing Lucario's fully powered up blast and just shooting it back in his face with the fucking smile on his face. <laughs> I love that Villager is much like Wii Fit Trainer where it doesn't seem like they're fighting. They're just kind of doing stuff. They're just kind of planning shit and going about <laughs> their day. And it's, uh, you know, these characters are so much more expressive in their faces than in past games. Like, I think that's got to be said. That's one of the biggest accomplishments uh, in this game. You know, and, they talk about the 10,000s of, uh, you're right, exactly. And Villager, by comparison, not so much. It's just everything with that, that creepy little grin on his As face. As it should be, though. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry, you said creepy little grin, and then I mean replaying the trailer, his um, final smash where it zooms in on his face, and it's just that creepy little smile that's just shaking. Like, <laughs> he's about to fuck your day up. Yep. And it just shakes on that smile, and you're like, yeah, no, he has murdered people, and they're about Exactly. I love his little, his little dance taunt. <laughs> yes. It's like so nothing. Like, there's no fanfare or anything. He just does a little jig. The trailer also has a new version of the Animal Crossing theme, so uh, you know, give that a listen as far as a new remix there. So I was saying the most interesting part of the trailer is that you can see on the Great Bay stage they added the piece of heart that's there in Majora's Mask in the background. <laughs> yeah. So funny. But yeah, I mean, just... There's not much to be said about Villager. Yeah, they, he has all the different uh, Villager skins and male and female, and he, he rides the Lloyds and all that stuff for his side B. He's a fun troll character. He's like a slower game and watch. The best screenshot, of course, uh, watering Ivysaur. <laughs> that, that's pretty great on the character page right there. Man, the, the humor in the screen caps just it's so underrated like you never really see people talking about it but like it's since brawl they've always been really good there's at least yeah, one that's just great. gold for sure now so that's it's important to get them out there i mean we're we're almost getting to the point where like we're getting to be halfway through the characters so uh that's that's certainly important it continued in the next update on august 20th with today's fighter number 28 echo dark pit Dark Pit is Pit's Echo Fighter. You don't say. Whoa! His abilities are mostly the same as Pit's, but his hair and clothes are different colors. He summons different weapons. And Dark Pit, yes, dog, is just awful. Uh, and he celebrates victory to a different tune. Dark Pit was a waste of a character slot. 
Dark Pit was the most interesting character in Kid Icarus Uprising. Mm. I understand that, but you can literally pick the black skin for Pit, and I don't fucking know. <laughs> he should have been a color like Alf was, but whatever. My brain always goes to the weird puppet Alf every fucking time, and that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> not really any interesting screenshots uh, this time around, not going to lie. Uh, yes, Dark Pit does have a great theme with that flamenco guitar sort of theme, but uh, yeah, man, it, he was... A clone of clones in Wii U and uh, a literal clone in lore. Absolutely. I, so he made that game. Like I understand. Like I'm not mad, but it's just kind of funny. If Sakurai weren't the director of Kid Icarus Uprising, Dark Pit would not be in this game. Thousand That's pretty percent. much it. Yeah. I know he talked about you can pick the echoes uh, if you want them all displayed or if you want just them like in the character icon. But I wonder if you can pick like half of them. Because Dark Pit would totally be one I would just want to relegate it to. Yeah, like yeah, I, I wish we could do something like that for sure. I mean, maybe we can, but it's hard to say. Uh, Xlove says in the podcast chat over on our Discord at showmenews.com slash Discord, if we have story mode, we need to see Dark Pit meet Shadow. <laughs> I've gotten myself so amped up for Shadow being an Echo that it's like, if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be so upset. I know. I know. And everyone's talking about like music choices for Shadow and... <laughs> We need four songs for Shadow. Like, let's just get one to start, please. Just put that, uh, and I hate Sonic Forces. Just put that Westopolis Radical Highway mashup. That's about, mm. like, his music he's always represented with. All Hail Shadow. Let's go. Let's go. All Hail Shadow's dude. legit good. Yes, it it's, is. It's good, man. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, next one, let's talk, while we're talking about music, I guess, uh, August 21st. Today's music, you can now listen to the track from the menu screen in Fire Emblem Heroes. For the first time, we're announcing the name of this track. Gear up for... Enjoy Hiroki Morishita's arrangement. Let's listen to that excerpt. So uh, this, uh, as someone who does not play Fire Emblem Heroes, this really plays on one motif, huh? Song well, stresses everyone out. It's the, it's only the beginning of the song that's like that. Like we heard this song like right from the beginning. A lot of Smash songs have intros that are that are different from the song as a whole. Yeah. And it's like this is the song for for like Nintendo mobile games. It's just so ingrained in me from like hours of just like looking at skill inheritance and figuring out like who I'm going to five star and just <laughs> uh, send home and everything. And it's just this song is my life. Like I stopped playing about eight months ago and I come back very little bit over the last month or so. But like, man, it's song is still ingrained into my mind. <laughs> and what? I just have to say that now that it speeds up, Boy, I didn't need that anxiety. <laughs> Tempest trials yeah. are ending in five minutes. Yeah, honestly, that would be a great time to put this song into Heroes, the sped up version. It's just kind of like, you only got five minutes to get into Tempest trials, or you only got five minutes to put your vote on whatever waifu you have in the tournaments. 
the best way I could describe this song is if it was Sonic's drowning music, but it just sped up and didn't stop. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. Also, to it, it's like a fucking. I did hear somebody say Siva Gunner like when it updated <laughs> somewhere in the Discord. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, what I was gonna bring up again is the fact that we brought up Fire Emblem just being overrepresented, and then it's like today's music, and I'm like Fire Emblem shit. Yeah, and um. Yeah. Also, doubly mad, and this isn't their fault, but in the Discord, I saw somebody like, I didn't think we'd get Heroes music, and I thought Sonic Heroes and got really fucking excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Morishita's the composer also for Awakening and Fates, so like yeah. it just even continues, and you can also hear it in the music. So yeah, not even a crossover on this one. Like It's literally the composer uh, for, for these songs. Uh, it does make me think of different Nintendo mobile games. I mean, does Super Mario Run get representation? Does Pokemon Go get representation? I think Mario sure. should money first. Yeah, right. Maybe, maybe it should. Uh, I don't need Pokemon Go representation. I'll, I'll tell you that much. I usually have the music off when it comes to all that. So I don't want to have music playing like in public. Like, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Pass. Throw something in from Let's Go Pikachu or Eevee, maybe. But oh, sure, I, those are going to be right, great yeah. remixes. Oh, those will be stuff. out. Fuck, I'm really excited for that too. That'll be a yeah. fun distraction before yes. before Smash is out. Those those are my favorite mobile games. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Pokemon, on August 21st, at the later part of the day, today's item Pokemon Togedemaru. This Pokemon shoots sparks from its body. You'll take severe damage if they hit you, so we recommend keeping your distance. Yeah, he's the Gen 7 Pikachu. It's just another Pikachu echo. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm like, I don't know this person. Togedemaru? Okay. Yep. It's, it's he's literally... He's a fat little boy. He's a fat little boy. He's the Gen 7 Pikachu. Not a uh, an echo for Pikachu or Pichu, though he could have easily have been if they really wanted no. to, so... Especially with electricity and and taking damage and things like that. Same with Guys. the little blocks. <laughs> different shape. He could be a Jigglypuff Echo. <laughs> you know, he could. I, he's got the shape. It's a Jigglypuff scene from above. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I fucking hate that they make a new Pikachu every game. They already made Pikachu stuff. Oh, it absolutely sucks. So I'm looking at his like actual attack. And I'm just kind of like, I'm looking, I'm like, man, he looks like Needle and Spark from Crystal Shards. His shape is Needle and his effect is Spark. That's the wrong game, though. It's the wrong game, but he's literally the shape of Kirby. Yeah, that's the Kirby fucking Spark ability, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, it's literally just like double Spark ability plus the actual Kirby uh, Needle from Crystal Shards. That's all this is. I think if I remember correctly, he was confirmed on the website, but not in the direct. So like we knew about his existence, but it's good to see his effect here. So I, it good? it's, it's fine. Like it, it's, it's okay, but we're, we're going to, that's right. It's him. It, it <laughs> is. <laughs> I know it's silly, but like, uh, we had that directory hashy week and we're back to like the fire things. And I'm like, all right. And then it's like, Oh, a cute little Pokemon. Like it's still like, gets me a little excited yeah. to see Boy, something. I'm- Kind of new. I'm happy we don't get rehashes on the website anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to the last one. Yeah. (laughs) But first, on August 22nd, today's fighter number 59, Duck Hunt. This duo excels at long-range attacks like kicking exploding cans and throwing clay pigeons. For their final smash, three games from the Light Gun series team up. Duck Hunt, 
Hogan's Alley, and Wild Gunman. Duck Hunt has less than one song and it's actual game and they still managed to get more music in Smash than Final Fantasy. God damn it. (laughs) It's a new mix of the song they already made for Smash 4. Yeah. You're right. It sure is. Deckon was such a weird character choice, but he's so cool and unique and and just fun. He's so amazingly expressive. Absolutely. That's honestly my favorite thing about him. Like, I sincerely love his, like, I think that's his forward tilt. You can see at a 10 second point where he hits Diddy from behind. Like, he has this smug ass grin when he hits Diddy. And I'm just like, yeah, all right, I like Duck Hunt now. That's fine. Then he shoots Tonic in the face, which is also fine. Mm-hmm. Make, make a $5 budget duck hunt. Like, I'd play it. Yeah. Yeah, why yeah. not? Use the basic infrared sort of pointer functionality for the Joy-Con on the Switch. That's, that's what, all you got to do. What are we fucking doing all this HD Rumble shit and not playing <laughs> duck hunt? Exactly. Duck hunt's not as uh, worth playing as you remember. Oh, it's a cute little distraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, oh, make it a $5 oh, game. I was just playing duck hunt not a week ago on my NES. All right? It's fine. It's, it's a good game. It's worth playing for the novelty of the zapper. For example, the virtual console version, there's no point in playing okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll get you on that one. Because, like, man, there is nothing more badass than, like, just turn the gun sideways or something like that. Just, like, swagging on it. Once you start getting so good at Duck Hunt that you can swag on it, then it starts becoming, like, a new tier of game. I don't want like an HD $60 duck hunt. <laughs> like the original duck hunts packaged with Mario Brothers. That's cool. You know, so like duck hunt $60 and you just get like a machine gun and you have to aim it and kill like 50 ducks. Now they bring it up. Duck hunt T for teen. This is the ESRB episode, by the way. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, the screenshots, nothing too interesting, and just got the one with the three costumes like that. That's, by the way, yeah, his costumes it. are just like kind of baller. I'm gonna say different breeds of dogs. Really yeah, I love all the different dogs. They all look absolutely adorable. Like I can't, <clears throat> I can't do vanilla duck hunt. But oh, by the way, there actually is something very interesting here. Duck hunt can do the directional air dodge out of LP. Could um, he do yeah. that in Smash 4? You don't have directional inputs in de- air dodges oh. in Smash 4, so no. Whether or not he can air dodge out of his up B, I don't know. But the directional air dodge out of up B is actually a huge boon to his character. Because otherwise, you, much like Pit and Rob, they're just kind of out there when they're up being. So the fact that he actually has a movement option and a defensive option will mean a lot for the character. I bet Sonic probably can, too. I doubt that. Yeah? I very much doubt that. All right. I need to play Duck Hunt more. I think that's kind of what I take away from seeing a lot of the... Duck uh, Hunt's really cool. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> I didn't give him much time in Wii U, so, yeah. It's because Wii U sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's probably why. And then the last update is on August 23rd. Today's item, Alucard Assist Trophy. Alucard will attack nearby opponents with a flurry of slashes. As the son of Dracula, he can also turn into a bat and charge at opponents farther away. By the way, when you read Dracula backwards, you get... 
If you read about Jack Dragon, e, about 400 pages of random gibberish. Damn it! I, was about to... <laughs> I know you were. I was more excited. <laughs> I was about to make that joke like a bad joke on the show, and then I read the text before you got there. I'm like, oh man, really? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Acula, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh gosh. Is he voiced by Takahata 101? Maybe. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, I hope that mods will be more available for Smash Switch, just so I will have that ability. And Alucard is oh. a beautiful man. I mean, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't hear it from me, but mods are fairly well available for Smash Wii U right now. Right, I know. Wii U hacking is uh, not at a difficult stage, we'll say. Yeah. But I just want Alucard. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the case in Smash 4, but does the clown card get up, get upset when you hit it like in Smash 4? <laughs> like, I, I think it. it does. It does, it does, but it is great to see here, and I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, good good screenshot there. It's kind of going, wah. Exelev uh, brings up again in the chat. He says, I love that pick where the son of one famous video game villain beats up another son <laughs> of a famous video game villain. <laughs> My dad can beat up your dad. <laughs> Now, you say it's a video game villain, but to be fair, Bram Stoker's Dracula is canon to Castlevania. So really, he is, in fact, just regular Dracula's son. Not so much the video game son, but he's regular Dracula's son. Bowser saved the world a couple times, too. (laughs) Yeah, he's been a good guy sometimes. I could do do a whole podcast about how much I... I was just a side story. We my, need we need we need Gimpy for that one. Yeah, that, <laughs> my favorite true. thing about the original novel being canon to the uh, the Castlevania universe, by the way, is the way that I read it online is that um, according to the Castlevania games, the uh, Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula novel is canon to the universe. According to Bram Stoker's estate, it definitely isn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny. you don't get to say. Yeah, I, when I first read the "you get," I, I almost thought I was like, "God damn, America! Like you're you're messing up the <laughs> translations again." But it's like, oh, okay, I guess I get the kind of tone they're going for. It's just a weird way of phrasing it. It feels like a very Japanese like expression that was just brought over. So does that mean I have to name my son Selim? <laughs> Maybe. Tony, what's your son's name? I can't even. <laughs> Enot. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I would be ret up. That's kind of cool. <laughs> and then over there we got Tim. <laughs> sure. Tim. Tim. Yeah, we got Undertale over there. <laughs> I, I guess that that game. Can you tell we don't have much to say about Alucard? <laughs> we really don't. I was just about to go into a tangent of Sands and Smash. <laughs> Dude, I want that though a it'd, little bit. It'd be kind of funny, just as an assist trophy. Well, then uh, Alfonso will have to be Ness. That game figure was bad, you guys. <laughs> I did the joke. <laughs> well, those were the updates for this week. Uh, it was not fantastic, but yeah, it, it'll do. Uh, I'm hoping for a better music, to be honest, next week. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. He's <laughs> just like, that's eh, okay. It, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Let's get to the mail. That's right. Let's get to that mail time segment. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. You can ask questions on mail time uh, over on our Discord server, showmeyournews.com slash Discord. We have a section just for mail time questions. You can also tweet us 
on Twitter at Show Me Your News. Uh, we have three questions this week. They're all about music. It's a music bonanza. We'll start with Phantom Star 64, who asks, what are your top five favorite Smash Brothers tracks from any of the past games? That's a killer fucking name. <laughs> yeah. Phantom Star 64. I love that it. Sounds like a game, like a canceled yeah. game that you don't know about. That sounds like a JoJo part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. JoJo part 10, Phantom Star 64. Uh, I'll go first, and I'll say uh, number five, Xenoblade Chronicles Medley. Uh, too many good okay. songs in that one. Uh, that'd be, of course, from Wii U. Number four, Angel Island Zone from Brawl. Mm-hmm. Number sure. three, let's go Fountain of Dreams from Melee. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's got to be on your top five. You can still, you can still pick it. It's, 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 not, it's not like Smash Down here, okay? I have a theme of calling out my fellow ghosts <laughs> and telling you, fuck you, all right? It's the lore. Number two, uh, Menu 1 V3. From Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. Uh, it's taking the melee sort of menu one theme and it kicks it up a notch on that final destination there. And number one, it's gotta be Bramble Blast uh, from Brawl. I knew you would. It's gotta oh, be. That one is very good. It's, I, it's, it's, it's I knew you would. It's the best. I'm gonna take step two. All right. Uh, my first one, of course, Fallout Fountain of Dreams. Uh, then it's Together We Ride from Melee. Good one. Yeah. I think it was just called Fire Emblem at that point. Right. Uh, then, correct, because it's it also has the Fire Emblem theme in it. Yes. Then it would be Metal Battle from 64. Mm-hmm. Mm. That music just has me going. Um, kind of underrated, too. Yeah. And then I, I, I'm debating which one I'm going to reveal next, but I'm going to have to go with Bowser's Castle version M from Project M. Oh, okay, fine, <laughs> sure. Got to get that game in there. Come on, right. man. Yeah, okay. Like, Whatever you say. But it's so good. That game's right. illegal. You're going to jail. <laughs> I don't care if I'm going to jail. I'll punch a cop in the face. That you'll also go to jail for that. Right. I'm already going to jail. <laughs> Double right. down. But yeah, no, dude, like, he just did a really great job. Like, I believe his name is Garrett Williamson. What's what's the mix of it? Like, describe it to everyone else. <laughs> it's awesome is what it is. Describe it, it to those of us who aren't criminals. Okay, for a lot of you played Project M, and a lot of you watched the trailers on YouTube. So it's the one that was playing during the Project M 3.6 trailer. A lot of you will know what it is from there. I just loved it a lot. It was a debate between that and the Smash. Uh, the is, Smash is, it a, is it a remix of uh, of certain Bowser's Castle or what? Yeah, Super Mario World's Castle theme remix. That's what I wanted out. you to fucking say. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and number five is, of course, the Wi-Fi waiting room. Yeah. Yeah, good song. Oh, also good known song. as the Show Me Your News ending theme from Brawl. It is. I just love that song. It just gets you that little, that little bit of pumped. Uh, I guess, I guess I'll go. Um, Brawl soundtrack has come up a lot, and Super's always kind of been like, eh. And I kind of wanted to defend him a little bit because I was thinking about it, and like, I think it's more the instrument set of Brawl that like hasn't aged as well. Like the mm-hmm. the melodies and the arrangements are pretty good. But when I'm especially listening to Smash 4's music, I'm like, Jesus, this Norfair violin mix is like insane. Uh, yeah. That's true. I, I did want to go with, um, I fucking love this because I didn't expect to love it. Luigi's Raceway and Brawl It's just fucking, it's a great mix. Um, yeah. Fountain of Dreams, of course. Uh, this one's silly, but it just makes me happy, and I love it every time. The light plane vocal mix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that song's fucking good, man. 
it might be bad that the first one I thought of was the like the dog bath one. The pa 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 Yo, that was my number six. Oh, really? The light plane vocal mix Siva Gunner makes is fucking amazing. You should go look at that. Pollyanna, the I don't know how to pronounce it. It's from it's the Earthbound from Melee. Yeah, fucking great. And um, fucking Airman from Mega Man, the mix they did. That's fucking awesome. It's a really good one. All right, Matt, okay. you're five. Bring us home. So, Take it to the okay. fridge. So I've also I've also got my uh, I've also got the composers that arranged them because okay. you start nice. to see a trend in mine. Ah, nice. Juice and Oi. The first the first thing that I want to do is give an honorable mention to Ashley's song version two because it's arranged by Keiichi Okabe, uh, the composer of Near and Near Automata. Good. Yeah. Yes. It's one of the that best songs one. in Smash Four. Oh my gosh! I did not that know is, he that did is that. I didn't know he did that either. That's really cool. That's the one that's in Smash Four. I I think it was in the Japanese version only. It's not the one that we remember from Brawl that had like the uh, the localized vocals. I of Newt, I cast a hex on you. Right. It's I wouldn't not have been. One. I wouldn't have been mad if you picked that song though, because I like that song. I nearly did. Uh, we've got first. I'll start with my favorite, just because they're listed in order of. I I scrolled down the wiki page and picked them out. Uh, my my favorite song in the entire franchise is Gear Getaway, arranged by Noriyuki Iwadare from Smash 4. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it's, that. That's it's a good so good. It's all jazzy and just incredible. I love it. Next, we've got Gerudo Valley, arranged by Ryo Hamamoto. That's the oh. Smash 4 Gerudo mm-hmm. Valley, the best version of Gerudo Valley that we've gotten. This is true. We've got City Trial, arranged by Noriyuki Iwadare. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on now. That's not fair. I agree. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. Metal battle, refer to a city trial. <laughs> okay, you right? Because you right. Uh, I'm gonna take zero two battle arranged by Koji Hayama. As much as I love that song, I just don't think there was enough to it. It's tough for me to say why I love it so much. It just it jumps out. I almost put the Metroid Escape theme from Smash Four because I like how it ramps up from eight bit to like orchestrated as it goes mm-hmm. on. But the Zero Two battle just, it has a tone for the Kirby series that just kind of works for me. Okay. You know what? Okay. And my fifth choice is With Mila's Divine Protection, arranged by Noriyuki Iwadare. Good song. So I'm taking you also like the, the Phoenix Wright games and how they are <laughs> composed. Uh, well, so someone else said a Noriyuki Iwadare song too. I forget which one it was. Airman. Airman oh, stage. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Uh, mm hmm. But yeah, with Mila's Divine Protection, the Celica battle theme from Fire Emblem Gaiden, uh, it ends up being a better mix of that than Shadows of Valencia's. So hmm. go figure. That's a good question. It, it took a lot of uh, research overall, but I'm, I'm glad we answered that. So uh, yeah, granted, Mila's Divine Protection is actually the only one I can remember outright. So that actually has to be a great mix of the song because it's the only one i remember <laughs> it's so good it's uh, like the original song from gaiden is really good and the shadows of lentia version is not, not bad either but the brawl version of it is incredible i just i love it so much rubber cyborg asked the next question he says i know many gamers including myself love the music in our favorite games it is a large part of what makes them so memorable out of all the franchises in Smash Ultimate announced so far, what are two or three of your most wanted songs for the game? Personally, I'm going to die if something from Tropical Freeze is not in. Maybe Deep Keep. 
I would also really love Incoming from Splatoon 2, and also maybe Oblivia, a day theme from Xenoblade X. I like that pun. Yeah. Oblivia's a really good song. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Black Tar. I kind of want Black Tar from Xenoblade mm-hmm. X. <laughs> Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> uh, although another one, uh, I, I think I've said it before, is uh, Love Deterrence from Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Uh, mm. Kind of need that one in there. From, from Metal well, Gear. as much as I would love Snake Eater with the lyrics, um, because nobody else was jumping in, I'm going to go with uh, the Mulgira battle theme from Wind Waker. Well, we've got an original. But specifically, I want it done by Jun Jino. Everyone <laughs> just wants everything done by that man, and I'm not mad. Well, <laughs> my, second, my second song is actually a Sonic song, but not done by Jun. Um, I would like to see uh, Metal Gear composers take on what I'm made of. Fuck yes! Oh my god, that's <laughs> such a good song. It's really I good. I want that song. I want it for Smash. I want it done by someone who's not Sonicy. And honestly, I love what the Metal Gear composers do for Smash. So I would love to see somebody get their hands on that song and throw us a "What I'm Made Of" remix. Mm, that'd be awesome. This isn't like I need this music because it's really good, but it makes me mad that the Splatoon's levels last minute isn't the fucking like wind down music to the fights. You guys know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Like, why is I that not you. a thing in the timed battles? <laughs> like, that just should be a fucking no brainer. Another <laughs> 30 second songs. Yeah, exactly that. Um, I feel like they they've timed shit to the icicle mountain. Like, I don't see why they couldn't. I mean, uh, this is something they literally do on uh, Suzuku Castle. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They, they should... do that also for Mushroomy Kingdom. Yeah, it should be that. That that makes me mad that that's not a thing. Maybe it will be a thing, or maybe it's a thing and I haven't noticed, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Um, I want Hydro City to Act Two Untouched. Ooh. I don't care what fucking version. It's literally my favorite video game song, and um, I fucking love the last uh, boss fight in Paper Mario. Both versions. Ooh yeah, I mean, so many Paper Mario Thousand Year Door songs. Just oh, so many please. of them. Dublis's fight is just fun. I fucking love the Smorg battle. Like that's a yes, weird one. I'm a big that's fan a weird of. One. But if I had to pick something I think would have a chance, it's definitely that fucking last fight in Paper Mario. Mm, it is good. Like I just I just feel like Sakurai is just so weird that he would go for the Dupless or mm. the Smorg. Those are the two songs I think he would go for, but in a more broader Nintendo sense, yeah, the Shadow Queen fight. The Shadow Queen fight's really good too. I really like the fucking um, Lava Piranha music that like has Ooh, two phases. Yeah, it's like a silly one. I'm like a huge fan of that. I don't really like hear brought up much. Shoutouts to Rundus uh, from Metroid Prime Three. His battle music. <laughs> oh yeah, one. Vegeta. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I guess I gotta go. I cheated a little bit. I took four because one song is just like replace this song that's already in with a better version. And that's uh, replace Power Hungry Fool from Path of Radiance with its companion piece in Radiant Dawn, Beauty is a Cruel Mistress. Hmm. They're both themes for the same character, but one of them is a battle theme, and I feel like we should get the battle theme in here. Shout out to Power True Hungry Fool, though. I really like that song, even though yeah, it's not no, really a fine song. So, um, my, my full-on choices, first of all, is Focal Line from Hyrule Warriors. Okay, um, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. It's my it's my favorite song on the Hyrule Warriors soundtrack because it does my one of my favorite things that music can do where it's like the tension of the song is building for so long and it's a hype song in its own. It's a mm-hmm. really good song. 
and the climax of the song, like where it, like that it all leads up to and, and finally reaches is all of the instruments except for the main melody drop out for like the last resolution of the song. Yeah. And every time it, it comes up in the middle of a map on Hyrule Warriors, it's just like, oh my God, yes, I am ready. It's so good. Yep. No, you are completely right about that. That's actually a song that pulled up right before I sat in for Show Me Your News because I was playing Hyrule Warriors because, of course, I was playing Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> and no, Focal Line was the one that jumped in halfway through the map, like, you know, hey, go beat the Commander now adventure map. And they played Focal Line. I'm like, thank you for this. I needed this. My second song is Uncontrollable from Xenoblade X. It is the the battle theme when you're fighting a tyrant and also a favorite song of Siva Gunner. <laughs> so like the main reason that I need Elma in Smash Brothers is so we can get Salano uh, on the composer's God, list. Yes, Salano is incredible. And I just want him to do I uh, just like just make an alternate version of the entire soundtrack all done by Salano. Attack on Titan, kill a kill. It, it's it's amazing. Okay, thank you. I was very lost there for a second because and Xenoblade X. My third song, I'll also say uh, Birabito Kingdom from Super Mario Land, the, the main overworld theme that everyone knows from mm-hmm. it. Uh, Super Mario Land 1 or 2? 1. Uh, bam, bam, that one's nice, too. <laughs> I really like the 1 and 2. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, the one song in Super Mario Land 2. I fucking um, love it. <laughs> I think that Super Mario Land 2's music, uh, a lot of people sleep on it, even though it's really, really good. And... Like, yeah. we have one song from it in Smash, but it's, like, the least interesting song in the entire game. Yeah, that that's one's true. true. That one's that's nice, also but, yeah. very true. But So, like, let's get the best song in the game, even if, like, the name makes no sense because they, they mistranslated Pyramid. Fair enough. Very good list, indeed. Let's get to the last question. It's from at It's a Bug Hunt Man. He says, almost as sad as not having another fighter, it stinks when certain games don't have any music representation. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. Uh, (laughs) With over 800 tracks this time, which currently underrepresented series do you want to see? I'd love to see some remixes of Chibi Robo tunes. Uh, That's interesting. Give me two series uh, that you want to see music from. I didn't choose to, but I sort of chose an entire system. I would love to see some remixes, and this is all Sonic, by the way. I would love to see some remixes from some Master System slash Game Gear Sonic songs. Give me some Triple Trouble. Give me Bridge some Zone. Songs. Bridge Zone. He's only got, like, original tunes. Do you really want to listen to Emerald Hill again? Do you really want to listen to Green Hill again? No, he needs some Master Why System. Why the fuck is Scrap Game Brain Gear in there? Remix songs. He needs a remix of Bridge Zone. He needs a remix of Triple Triple songs. I need some Sonic Chaos special stage remix songs right now. Sonic Ball. Okay, maybe not that. But, I mean... I like that at first level. Sonic Battle is really good music with a shitty, like, sound chip. And I would love Sonic Uh, remixes. That's actually a good point, too. So, yeah, all right. So, GBA games with an actual good sound chip to them. As in that actual sound chip, which is playing that's what I want to see. That's yeah. 100% what I see. That's what I'm passionate about. Because, damn, there are some good tunes on those systems that we are not getting right now that don't see the light of day that they should be seeing. All right? They see shadows on the wall. All right, Bug Hunt, man. I'm going to give you an actual answer here. 
<laughs> Excuse me. Because Sonic it's, is not an unrepresented series. Unrepresented series would be something like underrepresented. No, underrepresented, not unrepresented. Okay, but that's not what the question oh, no, is. I'm sorry, you said unrepresented. It's no, not yeah, what the question wrong. is. So unrepresented Don't series. To me. I'm wildly wrong. Tales of Symphonia, or just Tales of. Yes. Let's get some music get the, up in there. Get Fatalize in here. Yes. Yeah. Sakuraba. Let's get Mo yeah, Motoi Sakuraba. Let's get his work in there. Or you can remix it. And we've mentioned on a past show, anything from Shovel Knight. Yeah. Shovel Knight. I mean. I hope he nice. counts like being in his sister. We can get a Shovel Knight song because Halls of the Usurper Please. is the best song in gaming in the past couple of years. It's, it is really good. I like the propeller night uh music and then you got to go with the classic of uh, uh strike the earth i mean that's that's just it's so good that's the best i'm gonna say for my own first of all i'll say uh it's a bug hunt man has a very good choice of chibi robo um which is probably the most underrated video game of all time and unfortunately all the sequels are awful <laughs> um but so for me i think megaten needs to be on here big time uh it's it's sega sega's already in smash brothers just give me some mega 10 whether it's you know the original or, or even persona like just put it in there yes uh God, persona and i cannot believe that there's no rhythm heaven in oh. smash brothers oh yeah like i was thinking about it today and it's like the airboarders theme is like probably like the one song I want in Smash Brothers more than anything from a franchise that is currently not in Smash Brothers. I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed for a character, but it, yeah, Rhythm Heaven needs needs music. Tony, I know you've said in the past Persona. Yeah, Persona, hundred percent. Also, Dragon Ball. I was <laughs> damn it, dude. I got Guys. one runner on this fucking shoehorn Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, but like the thing is, between all your Persona shit, like. We need to have Persona in Smash. Like, Agreed. I want an unrepresented... Joker in Smash! <laughs> or you're switching the trash. I get it. But, like, when I read this question, I thought, okay, but you need to choose a Smash series to pull a song from. I but mean, I Glory, of, Glory of Heracles is in. Fair enough. Bot and Kaito's is in. I didn't know what to do. Wonderful so I 101. I just hopped in Super Sonic fanboy time <laughs> because I fucking I, love Sonic I, music. Well, there is so much uh, to cover on that episode there. Considering what we had to pull from, I think we did a pretty decent job overall. That'll do it for this episode of Show Me Your News Ultimate. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for your time. Great insight. Yeah, thank you for, for letting me back. I'm probably, out of, out of everyone that's been on this show, I have the, the least claimed for, for being a legitimate member. <laughs> I just Yo, decided one day uh, that was man. important. Yo, man, you've been doing the Smash Appeal which, to be honest, I'm a little jealous about because, A, that's a badass name, and B, I kind of want to be a part of Smasterpieces because of the badass name. Oh, we can get you on one day. Don't you worry. On top of telling people what Smasterpieces is, uh, please plug away. Tell people what plug you got going on. Yep. So, Smasterpieces, um, myself and uh, Joe, you may know him as the Dobaga, uh, came up with the insane idea to play one game for each character featured in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. It is single-handedly the reason that I do not want another Kid Icarus character because there's literally no more Kid Icarus games. Please play um, Revengeance and just confuse everyone. At this point, I'm like, 
okay, we're playing like we're playing another one of the Castlevania games for the Medusa heads. That's <laughs> as close go. as we're enough. If Veridi's in, we're playing Gardening Mama. That's been decided 100%. So, Smash to Pieces, uh, we play the games. We do a lot of streaming for them. Me and him both have uh, streamed the entirety of Castlevania, Duck Hunt, Ice Climber, and most of Kid Icarus. We just released our episode on Castlevania today of the podcast. You can find that at anondino.squarespace.com. I should probably check that, but Got whatever. That you can find right. us on Twitter, uh, Smash to Pieces. Uh, and, of course, anywhere you get your podcasts, Smash to Pieces will be there. We're about to start Super Mario Brothers 2 USA. Uh, if you want to like join in on the fun and play the games with us, talk to us. We don't really have anyone that like s- says anything to us on Twitter or anything, <laughs> but if you do, by all means, we can. Hey man, comments to put on the show. Hey man, just just throw out a tweet about Guy Fieri. Apparently, I threw a tweet out there to the ether about Guy Fieri about two hours before this episode, and I'm still getting fucking notifications of people retweeting me. Good. Hmm. So yes, Smash Pieces is like pretty much the only thing of note that I do. And then you're on Twitter. Yes, I can't really say much because it might not end up happening. I have uh, an interview to be a part of a site coming up soon, but like obviously, like, it, I might not. I might get rejected, so I don't want to like say anything exciting about it yet. Hey man, but fingers crossed. Maybe well, soon after the fact, we'll say something. Yeah, right. maybe soon you'll see me elsewhere on the internet. Sweet. I would like that. You have a lot to say. I have too much to say. Especially Maybe. if you if you if you say anything about Fire Emblem or there Corn. it is, there it is. There. You are on Twitter, Matt at Grimace Do Menace. Uh, that is correct. <laughs> Tw- uh, Twitter's character limit is too short for Grimace the Menace. Uh-huh. So, Super and Tony, guys, playing anything? Dude, I'm pl- I'm playing Hyrule Warriors. I just said I, that. I, I meant like anything other than that. I was looking at Hyrule Warriors, and then uh, Solitude Slicer Soul, as most people in the Sminger community know her. As uh, mentioned offhandedly, that to beat a map 100% or whatever, you have to get all of the costumes and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going to 100% this for reals. So, like, she has been the reason I've been spending way too much goddamn time playing Hyrule Warriors, especially on the Great Sea map, because that's the closest. Yeah, that's, ruined your life. That's, that's quite the map. I'm on that one myself. Tony, you playing anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we're randomly plugging things, I'm working on a weird little sprite comic uh, tournament thingy on the check the Twitter and Yoko's show notes that he he always plugs. It. Yes, the middle check, ground. Check over out there. a weird Saiyan hedgehog fight a weird frost demon freezer race, man. That's your jam. It's it's just a fun little thing I've been doing again on the side. Also, everyone should play Ocarina of Time randomizers because they're really fun. True that. Uh, these guys, mostly Tony and Peter, have told me to play Hollow Knight because oh, that's... Hollow Knight's so good! I just bought Hollow Knight. I'm gonna give that a try before the Messenger comes around, and then Spider Man is gonna hit soon. So mm-hmm. I just finished up episode one of Walking Dead final season. So I've been been busy on the game front. Good shit. Ho- Hollow Knight has finished downloading during this podcast Ho- so. hollow knight might legit be the best indie game i've ever played enjoy it should be fun and, and it is it is no doubt objectively the most value for your dollar you're ever going to get out of a video game the fact that they're selling it for 15 dollars is unreal less than uh, 10 20. right now less? on sale okay okay hold up but you still got tax it's 1060 okay it's fine. 1060 okay. O- o- honestly they could charge 30 dollars for this game and i'd still be like they might be underselling it a little <laughs> you hear that tony you hear that tony they're underselling it now. You might want to go back after your 12 hours. 
I'm okay. <laughs> That's it's fair the, enough. I'm not good enough at the game. It's fine. <laughs> it's, just, it's not the game. I want to be good at the game. Supers on Twitter at Sol Harath. Tony on Twitter at Tony TH underscore GHH. You can find me on Twitter at Pete Speakeasy. Uh, for everyone... Go to twitter.com slash smashterpieces. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, we're going to call it for that with everyone. Uh, I'm Yoko. We're out. I'll see ya. Show me your news.